0: Think about this. Our brains change. Memory is not amazing thing. What you think is well, in there is Our brains aren't really finished. They're are not fully blind. cooked yet. You, you go really with your heart. And you food food we don't have any brain. idea why yeah, we're doing so smart the things that we're doing. But here's
1: the deal. Even though you're not having a prime
0: experience,
1: <laughs> you keep doing what you're doing. I'm Art Markman.
0: I'm Bob Duke. I'm Rebecca McEnroy, and this is Two Guys on Your Head. Today, belief revision.
1: What we want to do today is talk about how you revise beliefs in the face of changing evidence about the world. But we need an example. So imagine, if you will, that there's a a successful chain of stores that sells, I don't know, food. (laughs) Really complete food. And you love it. And then it gets sold to like a, I don't know, some kind of online company. (laughs) maybe maybe from the nile or no not the nile but some other big river and now it's not as good anymore so this is hypothetically the situation so now you keep going back to this complete food store you're not having as good an experience at what point do you decide the world has changed and psychologically, how does that work?
0: And you stop going. And
1: then you stop going. And
0: experiencing ex- the same disappointment over and over and, and over, over again. And over and again,
1: exactly. Yeah. We've we've talked a lot, uh, a lot on this show, about how a <laughs> fundamental purpose of the brain is to predict the future. And so a lot of what we do is we, we take that set of experiences that we've had and we use it to generate expectations about future events. And... And a lot of times, those, those future events actually conform to the predictions, and so we don't have to learn very much. We don't have to change very much. But every once in a while, we get an expectation violation. And the brain loves violations of expectations in the sense that it, it really gets fired up about them. It, it, there's a lot of brain activity you get when a, an expectation is violated. Yeah. And and so one violation of expectation might be you go to this food store and suddenly it's the the quality's just off a little bit, the produce isn't as good as, as it used to be, the selection isn't quite as good. And and this creates an expectation violation. Now, it would be a bad system if you immediately revised all of your beliefs. Because Maybe the store is having an off week. Maybe produce is bad everywhere this week, so they got the best of what was available. And so you make a note of it, and and you you, you but, but often you hold that separate. You say, well, this is this doesn't this doesn't feel like it came from the same same distribution, the same set of expectations. But you don't really make a, a significant change immediately. But you look to see whether over repeated visits, whether you, you now have a new consistent set of observations. So one thing that's happening has to do with statistics, sampling this, but we're not done yet. There's also a big trade-off between what's called exploration and exploitation. Exploitation says, do the thing that you know is best based on your past experience. So you might have this one store that you go to a lot that sells all this complete food. And then there are several other options in the food market that are nearby. And if you've decided based on your past experiences that this complete place is the best one, then most of the time you exploit that knowledge and go there. But every once in a while, you explore. And exploration means trying an option that isn't currently believed to be the best one, either because you don't know anything about it, maybe a new store opens up in your area, or because it wasn't the best one in the past. And so you try one of those. And, and that gives you an indication of what's going on in the rest of the world. And you know, how much exploration should you do? Well, if the world is very stable, meaning nothing ever changes, you should almost never explore, because chances are the thing that you think is worse is worse, and the thing you think is better is better. But as soon as you start getting information that the world may have changed in some way, so you get a couple of observations that this very complete food store has... Uh, has, has slipped in quality a little bit that's a signal to increase your rate of exploration by looking at other stores so you now start gathering observations not just about the place you used to shop but also the new places and that information may tell you yes the world has changed and it's changed because the quality of of this option that used to be a really good one has gone down To the point where you may engage in some exploration for a while and then begin to exploit your knowledge again, but now leading to a different outcome with the discovery that some other option or options turn out to be better than the one that used to be the best one.
0: In situations like this, we're disadvantaged by two features of ourselves. One is our not liking change. And the other one is hope. Each time we go and get information that's divergent from what has been our past experience, we hope that this is an anomaly that will correct itself. Because if it's not, well, now we got work to do because mm. we got to figure out well, where are we going to go now and what's our next choice going to be. And, yeah. and there's, that was what's
1: called a, they're called switching costs.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Switching yeah. costs. Because there's a cost to doing things differently than you did them before. Yeah. You need to plan your route to the new store. You need to figure out how to navigate that store because you don't have a mental map of the way it works anymore. Yeah. Uh, all of these factors made it, make it easier to keep doing what you were doing last time, even as the quality of that option goes down.
0: And and so back to your original question like why why are you persisting in going to this place and feeling <laughs> repeatedly disappointed with your experience? Well, two things because the doing something different is more effortful and you would rather not do that. But because there's that extra effort that we would have to expend our hope that this will get back to normal is really strong. Yeah. Next week, we'll explore new research on money and happiness with Dr. Art Markman and Dr. Bob Duke. David Alvarez, Jake Perlman, and Michael Crawford are our engineers. I'm Rebecca McEnroy, and I produce Two Guys on Your Head at KUT Radio in Austin, Texas.